Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Forrest Stevens Show. Um, just off the bat, I think I'm going to talk a little bit about the struggle to be in the creative field. This is something I've talked about before, but there's been some new developments for me and some things that I think I can touch on that I haven't before. So this might be a repeat if you're a longtime listener. If you're new, hit subscribe. Go check out the back catalog. I'll get into these things in uh, different aspects if you find this one enjoyable. So thanks everyone for watching and listening and all that. Following a creative path is going to add extra challenges in your life that you don't necessarily need to have if you don't follow a creative path. Creative paths are challenging because in them is typically the ability to be interested in what you are actually doing, to feel fulfillment. You're not just entering data somewhere. You're not doing work that others do not want to do. You're doing a coveted type of job. You're doing something that a, a lot of people, or some people at least, probably including yourself, want to do. You feel some sort of drive to do it. Um, it usually comes at an age, you know, when you're younger, when you're not thinking about money, when your life is being taken care of. Um, there's a lot of disconnect in childhood and even in teenagehood where money doesn't seem important. You don't care what your parents do to make money. You just exist. And maybe you have more ability to have material possessions than your friends, or maybe you don't. We all are on a different spectrum of uh, financial privilege, depending on where we are born, how and what family we're born into, and what situation we're in. But I think that disconnect is really bad. I think that disconnect, um, I think money should, there should be a strong focus on education about money from a young age, because it's so critical and important in our society that we've built and at least for the near-term future will continue to be and possibly even long-term future. I mean, I don't see the importance of financial education for myself being like not important uh, in my lifetime. I don't see that. I see it changing and adapting but anything in this world does. You cannot just learn one skill and it stays relevant for the rest of your life. It will shift and it will adapt and you'll have to gain skills on the job as new technologies and new tools uh, uh, come out. So I was thinking about this podcast. I think podcasts are in this weird space where they are. there's no algorithm that pushes them. There's an algorithm that pushes the top 1% of podcasts, but there is no real ability to discover new podcasts. The only way really is to create like shorts and to hope that somebody watches enough of your shorts. They, If they just watch one of your shorts, they're not going to check out your podcast. But if they see you post and they enjoy multiple of them, then they will check it out. But it's a huge commitment to listen to something for an hour a week. It's a huge commitment. You are asking so much of somebody to do that. 
So people are selective about what they what they like, what they ingest, what they choose to listen to, because a lot of them don't have, not everybody has endless amounts of hours to listen to these things. Think about the amount of hours of podcasting being released every single day. It's staggering. At least with YouTube, there seems to be searchability. And with most other platforms, there seems to just be an algorithm that that hits and connects and all that. Um, so there's some space for natural discovery. With podcasting, the platforms just don't lend itself to that. It being an audio platform, it being a long form content, it just doesn't really lend itself to that. The discoverability of podcasts is very difficult. You have to be recommended it by a friend. You have to find some clips of it on some other social media platform that does have an algorithm, does have um, sort of... But then it's like your podcast has to be good for those other places. And for instance, this podcast, I think it struggles in in that space because it's like I don't have a, a fancy setup. I don't have... Um, it's a very authentic podcast. It's not It's not trying to get clips. It's not talking to people who have specific kind of like almost like written out and recited in their head um, uh, like clippable moments. You know, it's not David Goggins talking about if he's a dick or not. I mean, that was just some random one that I saw. It's not in person when I do um, guest spots. And if it is, it's not going to be, once again, it doesn't, it lacks those other kind of uh, things. Not always. Sometimes I do get some occasional good clips out of here, but do I get enough to convert people into listeners of this podcast when this podcast is so meandering, um, authentic? and specific in interest it's it's a it's a it's a big mix of things that doesn't lend itself to easy adoption it's not going to be the easiest thing for people to get into and i understand that and that's why um, for its history up until until it's not um it has been a uh a struggle to keep listeners, to get listeners, and to grow this podcast. And it should be because of the the reasons that I talked about with a podcast. Podcasts are a big ask. It's a, it's a big ask to say, hey, can you listen to me for an hour a week? You, you want to do that? Am I entertaining enough? Am I providing you something that you find interesting enough? Am I satisfying you? And then it's like, who is my target audience? And when is their listening? Like, this isn't something you would listen to with your friends. There are some podcasts like that, but they're more like shows. Like, it's going to be like a bunch of comedians and they're going to show clips and stuff that you could throw on your TV if you have a really good friend over and you guys hang out all the time. I mean, it's not the first thing you should throw on your TV, I would think, but um, it, it can be more of a thing that you do together. Um, 
And with that, there's even the extension of it can be a thing that can be more easily shared just vocally. Hey, you got you. I know who you are. You should check this out. You know, personal recommendations, right? Word of mouth. Um, this once again, very hard podcast to share because of its meandering nature, because of its, because it's just me sharing my thoughts. It's, it's personal, but I don't just make it about my life. I don't just talk about my trauma. <laughs> uh, although occasionally I may dip into that. And that's the other thing too, is there's variety within the episodes. Like last week's episode was how to invest for beginners, you know, and this one I'm talking about my creative process, the problem with podcasting, the, um, the challenge of being creative, uh, that's quite a bit different, right? And when you make something that's not niche, it's very tough to find an audience. It's extremely difficult. So with that said, it feels a lot of time for when, when I do this, I think about how this isn't a viable option for me to make money. I cannot make money from this podcast right now. And I am a creative as a professional and I'm not some trust fund kid. I don't have a ton of money. I mean, we just sold our house, so I have some money, but I don't want to just squander that money. I need to invest it in my business in the in the places where I will get return on investment. I need to invest it in the financial instruments that I've learned about. I need to be smart about that money because that's a real opportunity, having some savings. A lot of people aren't even that blessed. You know, there's a lot of hand to mouth. And my business right now is at a point where it's hand to mouth if I didn't have that savings. So I need to not be stupid about that. And I need to not be stupid about my time and my energy and my effort for work. So I thought for a moment that I would treat this podcast as possibly a new way to make money but that's really kind of immature of me at this moment because I think that it's a very difficult sell I think in the future and and I think depending on when you're listening to this like the majority of you won't be listening to this immediately as it drops because my audience for this will get larger over time my current audience is smaller than my my audience over time basically so in the future, it could be something that makes me money. But right now, I, I need something to make more immediate sense financially and to have a better return on investment of my time. So for a long time, that has been filming and creating weekly documentaries about people living off grid, living in vans, living in tiny houses, living interesting lives, uh, lives that are different than um, the traditional normal life. That's why I named my channel Different Media. Because I present a different lifestyle on there. I, I showcase unique, interesting individuals. But the interest for that has gone down. There's, it's almost been commoditized. My passion and drive for that type of documentary, that series, uh, it's waned. Um, 
we've had quality issues, we've had consistency issues, and we've had a lot more issues than other channels who are getting a lot of views still. But I think even the, them, they've they've probably plateaued and gone down because basically we're, we're the the demand is um, slowing down and the supply of these videos is going up. There's a lot. There's a big backlog of van tours and van builds and tiny houses and whatnot and there's constantly more being created so do i try to stand out in that do i because like the van life movie that i made it really stood out in that environment at the time and there's been a few unique tours that have really stood out and continue to stand out so do i focus in on the unique ones do i stop making videos of just Someone living in a van, someone who just moved into a van because they're not interesting, because they don't present well. That's not really something that I've always been interested in. It's like, with this, I didn't want to just seek out the coolest builds. I wanted to give everyone an opportunity to share their lives. Because I think everybody is interesting. Like, obviously, there will be more charismatic, more interesting uh, individuals in certain videos. But... I do find that it's also just interesting to have anybody shown that way, but less of an audience, less of an appeal. Um, and uh, if you don't retain your viewer, if you don't get your viewer to click, then YouTube recommends that video less. So you're, you're, we're, we're always thinking about the algorithm as, as creatives now, because the algorithm is eyeballs. Uh, even if you're not on social media and you're creative you're still thinking about eyeballs and most likely how it will react in different spaces and one of those spaces is digital even if you don't have a social media if you don't have anything like that you're still hoping that somebody talks about your product your service your creation um and that more people will share it and 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 social media is just a way of sharing it's just a way of word of mouth but it's um trusted a lot less than in-person word of mouth um it's trusted as much or maybe it's trusted more but it shouldn't be but in my opinion it's trusted as about as much as a billboard and a billboard is there to sell you something and so is an instagram ad it's there to sell you something so the advertising in there is um very interesting i've talked about that on ad nauseum so I have that uh, I have that providing me income currently. You know that hand to mouth. Um, it's a business, so I've employed people, and I've had to slow down on projects. I've had to do some work, uh, a lot of work that I did delegate. Um, I've had to do myself now because it's just the business has shrunk. So do I want to continue investing in shrinking businesses? Um, I think what I need to do is focus on growing businesses. I think a section of my media company that I have seen growing is the more professional work. Creating bigger projects. Those have paid off. My my videos on my series on Prime Video and Tubi and Roku, they are paying well. 
they're paying better than YouTube. And they're also something that I care more about. So I've talked about this in past podcasts too, but um, doing bigger projects is in that space, in documentary work, is where I am trying to go. So I do have this thing here where I am putting energy, a lot of energy towards these smaller projects like this podcast, the weekly series, and um, some other things that I'm working on as well, kind of behind the scenes, um, that it all takes your energy away. So when do I focus on writing down ideas for these larger projects and figuring out next steps, right? I have to go through the process. I have to think of, okay, what do I actually need to film to create this? Who do I need to talk to? Um, how does this story come about? You need to break it down into step-by-step -step, uh, process. And when am I doing that? Well, I'm quite busy with everything else. Um, so I need to figure out how to free up my time a little bit. I need to figure out how to focus my time on that project because the other thing too is it's the bigger projects that are in pre-production they're very much in the air unless i really write something down unless i start creating plans like that's what i that's what i need to really focus on is writing and writing is a very like a lot of the writing happens in your mind so it's it's almost like it doesn't exist until it exists and um there's something that's, that's very like hard to grasp about that. Like, like it's actually hard to grasp it and really make it something like, but that is the act of creation is making something. Um, but that form of creating writing is a, uh, it's an interesting one because it underlies and it underpins so much, uh, other creative projects. And it, um, is a very slippery one. It's very, uh, it's almost like, it's almost like it's like, uh, not there. It's almost not there. It's like you're grasping at something and you're kind of changing the shape of it, but it's kind of just, you go through it. If you go too quickly, it's, you can pass right through the act of creation. Um, you have to bunch it up and grab it slowly and collect it and bring it to you and, then you've actually then you'll actually be able to hold something but if you just kind of ah, that didn't work it didn't create it um so this podcast i'm always reluctant to go and do it i always think that it takes up a lot of my energy i always think that it um takes a lot of my effort and takes away from other things that i could be doing but i'm wrong about that this is the creative process. This is the space where I don't care what this becomes. Uh, it can only lead to bigger things. By me talking about this, I have a note. I have a note that I've created that I can go back to, that I'll re-listen to, that I'll create in a different space as I edit it. I'll think about the things that I said, which are the things that I thought. And it's kind of made a realization to me that I'm at the writing stage of these, these pre-production things and they've been in the idea stage and I need to go from that idea stage. I can't just keep it as an idea. I need to go to the writing stage if, cause that is the next step. And part of that next step is actually creating a plan, creating a strategy, um, writing. Okay. 
like literally writing like a, a bullet point list of ideas written um uh like schedule like schedule uh shoots schedule talking to people re and and in there is like research research writing scheduling that all kind of goes together and then it's like or, or they can kind of happen intertwined and then it's like filming first looked at like looking at some of the edits figuring out and and then adjusting the the writing so you go back and forth between all these things in the um in the art of a of a filmmaker but those are like the the things that i need to write down and actually start expanding on those bullets and say okay write about this uh research about this you know film this right it's like in in creating those things because that's how a film is made <laughs> okay um yeah so so i think it's actually very harmful for me to think about this space this podcast that i do this this show that is really about nothing it's like seinfeld it's about nothing it's you're just listening to it because it's there <laughs> uh you're just watching it because it's on tv you're just watching it because it's on youtube um it's it's very negative for me it's very counterproductive in my creative process to think about this podcast as a way to make money to to it, think about it in any other way but then but a space for me to be free with my thought and to freely create um with my voice uh, it's very negative for me to think about it as anything more than that. Um, to think about it as a way to get money, to get an audience, to get a list of followers, followers, audience, I guess the same thing, but um, to get any sort of level of financial success. I need to just allow it to be for me, which is very interesting because I've tried to do this so many times as a teenager I made all these rap songs that I wanted to be, I wanted to be good. I wanted to be fun. I wanted it to be cool. This was my missions of the music and I wanted it to be popular. And then I got very introspective on my life. I, be, I, I had my first bout of depression and then I wanted my rap music to be healing for me. I wanted it to be my first rap album that I created was called Notes to Self. And that's what I feel like this podcast is. And I feel like I've made three, four different iterations of this podcast. Um, tripping, uh, re the Revelation podcast, um, and then the, the original, The Forrest Stevens Show. I wanted all of those things to be this. My vlog, I wanted to be this. I've I've thought about trying to create these notes to self since I was 15 when I started to create the music of notes to self. And I guess even possibly before that when I was I was using writing rap as a way of working through some things and to analyze the world and to understand the world. So this podcast, this needs to be that. And every time I try to um, make it anything but that, I really struggle to make it. 
and I get very disappointed in the results because currently there's no audience but there will be and I, I, I don't even know why I say that but it's like it, that's the thing is like it doesn't matter if there ever is because that's not what I'm trying to do here but I feel like I need to be confident that like one day there will be one because I've watched all these fucking videos about how to present yourself it's like speak to the camera like it's or like make your YouTube video as though there's an audience even if there isn't one it's like okay that's what works I guess but it's not once again like I shouldn't give a fuck if that works or not like that's not what this is this isn't trying to capture a niche audience of any kind um, I just need to allow this to be I should I just really need it to not care and with that it's like I've went out of my way to kind of try to get guests because I've wondered okay if I have guests on maybe they can share I can just I can kind of collaborate build an audience that way there's also the thing of me wanting to like learn from people um, but what I've come to realize is like the people that are willing to kind of do my podcast they don't they're not that interesting um they're kind of interesting there's little bits and pieces there but they're not the people i really want to talk to um and i think that the way that i can get people that i really want to talk to um as guests on this is just to allow people to submit to getting on this and uh if if you want to be on this show for some reason then i'll talk to you and we can do a podcast together. I don't care who you are. I will um, get to know you on that podcast. And I think that's the way I'm going to go about guests on this. I just, if you want, like you, if you want to be a guest, sure. Or if there's some like opportunity that comes up where I can have somebody on that I want to talk to, then okay. But like, it's not, I'm not going to actively go seek people out right now. And I think in the past when I've done that, it's it's been to try to make this something more than what it should be. Make it more than just notes to self with someone else. <laughs> and uh, notes to themselves and, and yeah, just some an interesting conversation. Um, so there's this other side of podcasting for me. I have also tried to create shows. I've tried to create niche audience shows. The first example of that was a podcast called Travel for Nothing, Come Home Rich. And the idea, this was years ago, was to interview digital nomads, basically. People who had some sort of business, worked for themselves, or even worked just remotely. This was prior to COVID where everybody works remotely somehow. And uh, it was really just about how to make money or how to travel or the combination of the two. So there were some very interesting just travelers that I had on that talked about crazy adventures and things like that. And there were lots of people, I mean, that, that made my, there was like writers, you know, virtual assistants, uh, drop shippers, um, traders, investors. And um, that was an interesting show for a while for me to do and something I could do remotely and something that had a little bit of popularity um, and still does like these these podcasts still get views um, which is interesting and then my other attempt at that was van life and chill which was a van life centered podcast where I would I basically created a whole list of questions so I, I created formulaic um, ability to do these podcasts I did that for 
uh, travel for nothing, come home rich as well. Because I needed it to be easy. I needed it to be replicatable. And I had a list of questions that I would fall back onto in van life and chill and travel for nothing, come home rich. So it wasn't like I just asked the same questions every time, but I did ask a lot of the same questions because I was new at it and, and having conversations is tough and asking people about things and being interested in it and everything is tough to do on the spot. So I could fall back on those questions. So I guess what I'm getting to is, uh, although I feel like I need to free up time to work on these bigger documentary projects, I think it is also important for me to have, and, and I've seen some success, and I do think that if I bear down for long enough and actually use every piece of information at my disposal now, I could create a successful podcast that is in a specific niche. Um, just as I've, I, you know, I had a, one episode of uh, Van Life and Chill get 100,000 plus uh, views on YouTube. Um, you know, uh, I've had audio podcasts in the thousands of listens. And um, that could build into something real big. Like that, those, those are those are good numbers. Like those are good numbers. And, uh, you know, those, they, you can kind of build on something like that when you're getting those kind of numbers. Um, now there were less successful ones than that, of course, uh, episodes in the, in those series. Um, but I think what I'm, what I'm thinking about is I, I really enjoyed talking yesterday or not yesterday, last episode about how to invest for beginners and I've tried to make a YouTube channel basically showing my own investing journey. But I don't think that's the... I don't think that like even tying that kind of stuff into this podcast is something that I want to like make a point of. It's just like something that can come up naturally as I just think about stuff or as I experience life. It can be a note to self. It can be a journal entry into this podcast. But it's not something that I want to focus on necessarily in this show in the Forrest Stevens show. So I was thinking about creating a podcast and kind of, um, I mean, there's other people that do this, but kind of just do my own flavor of it and provide content for that audience because they are people that are eager to learn. So what I'm saying is, um, create not never do solo episodes, um, but have uh, maybe weekly episodes of kind of a market recap trades I've done and have somebody that does it every week with me that has a market, does a market recap with me and talks about their trades. And then throughout the week and as much as I can just interview people about their investing process, you know, have guests on every single episode will basically have a guest and they will talk about their investing thesis strategy, the markets and, um, providing and, and with the hopes of providing that financial education that I think is very vital. Like it's important to know what money is. It's important to understand your options with what you can do with your money or your time. So not just talk about money the entire time, but also have people on who are, you know, run their own business um, and, and talk to them about what that's like. And so people listening can also just 
begin to see, oh, well, maybe I should try this. Maybe this is an option for me. Um, maybe I can do this and uh, have it about money itself and have it about business in general. I think that would be an interesting podcast and something that I could create a, a large list of questions to have as a fallback, but also to have very unique and um, diverse conversations about money and business. So that's what I'm thinking about doing is, is starting like a business podcast. Um, that like van, van life and chill wasn't really that, but travel for nothing, come home rich has that essence in it. It's, um, specific down to like digital nomads, which I don't think is that as, I don't think it's as interesting what digital nomads do, um, as just finance, wealth, business, is because of what it says about society, what it says about individuals, what it says about um, the system of the economy, uh, which I think are very, very interesting things. So it's less personal focused. It's less, um, it's less driven on who the guests are, uh, although you want the guests to be maybe an expert in their field of some degree, but it's less driven about like who they are as individuals. It's more about like what they do. Um, it's something that I would listen to if, if, uh, and, and it's in something that I do listen to, there are other people doing this kind of thing. Um, but it basically I'm, I'm thinking about creating it as well, uh, because I think there's an audience for it and I think that it could lead to something. So then I can separate this feeling of like having a podcast that isn't performing well, which is this one, and then having a podcast where I can try to make it perform better and actually like think of that as some way to make money in the future. Um, and maybe even in the present, just like make it something that is, uh, yeah, popular enough to actually make some income from. All right. So that's a, that's a big kind of, um, that's kind of a niche distinction in like the creative process where to me, it's like when I mix these things, they, they end up being like oil and water where they don't mix well. Um, the, these things of, of, the, of the true creative process and trying to monetize it. I think it's such a thing for me that just like it doesn't, it doesn't mix well. It doesn't mix well. So it's almost like to me, if I can take some of the creativity out of the creation and make money from it, then I'll just do that. And I, and then on the side, I'll have something truly creative, which is this, I believe this podcast is truly creative. And I can not mix it with trying to monetize it, I can just allow it to be what it is. And that's the creative process. This is this podcast is supposed to be the active creation process, the like, you're seeing me think things for the first time. That's what I want this podcast to be. And I want this to be a space for me. If I do it weekly, I could even have a specific day that I record this where it's almost like I'm going to, uh, you know, I'm going to meditate at 8 a.m. I'm going to go to therapy every Friday. I'm going to go to yoga every Tuesday. I'm going to the gym every day. It's these intentional spaces where something specific is happening. Um, I want this podcast, or I could even see this podcast being a specific space for the creative process to happen. 
for me to vocalize my internal thoughts on life, on the world, and on my life specifically, because it's what I have the most perspective on. So this podcast is a bit selfish in that way, as it's selfish in the way where it's like, I'm not thinking about you as an audience. I'm not thinking about uh, who would actually value this? Is there any value for anyone? Um, that's something that I need to not have in this. I, I, I need to, if somebody finds value from seeing what my life is like in, in these moments, that's cool. That's great. But it definitely cannot be the objective of this podcast. Um, because I'll start to resent it. I'll start to not enjoy it. And it'll start to be something that um, that I dislike. And what is the point of trying to create something to make money from it if you don't like doing it? I mean, the point is that we need money to survive. But if you're not making much money from it, if it's not actually working, then what is the point? Do something else to make money, even if you enjoy it less. There's, there's going to be this balance, right? And um, I think that's the big thing in this world and like how I was raised and in the kind of the generation I was in, I believed that I could make money from doing something creative, doing something that I liked. And it worked for me and it's been working for me. But I've also begun to understand some deeper realities of what that means and what it takes. It's not simple. It's not easy. It's not physically demanding. It's, you're not you're not having to go out in the rain all the time and build, a, you know, to frame up a house. You're you're not having to sit on a computer and clock in and out and press numbers in and calculate things and you're not an accountant. Um, you're not a data entry uh, person, but uh, it's demanding in its own ways because of the pressure and because of the challenge of trying to create the right things for the day. <laughs> trying to do the right things in the day. It, needs, it requires a lot of self-discipline as um, basically creating any of your own businesses do. I think that it's not the most challenging. I th don't think it's the least challenging job that you can have. I think it's somewhere in the middle. And uh, it can be very challenging if you're very unsuccessful at it and you try really hard and um, you put a lot of eggs in that basket. That, that will create a situation that is very challenging. Uh, you can create your own hell by trying to do something that you enjoy <laughs> you can um but it's all perspective as well i mean how do we define hell it's all an in individual um perspective on what you dislike what you think hell is um personally i like the heat so i don't think it's i don't think it's flames i think it's probably icicles i think it's probably being somewhere that is very cold um in that respect in the biblical sense of hell, I guess. I'm just uh, 
being contrarian there. Um, let's see, what else? What other notes to self do I have? I think I'm very, really excited that I just had that it, it, epiphanies. That's the thing about epiphanies is like when you look at them from the perspective of the, that isn't the the experience perspective like when you experience an epiphany it feels so much bigger than when you're told an epiphany um, like an epiphany for me that happened during this podcast was that I need to write down my ideas that's a pretty simple concept it should be pretty apparent to anybody thinking about doing something creative that they should write down their ideas that's that's 101 but an epiphany is the right thought at the right time. It's something that hits you right and is like, boom, okay, why wasn't I thinking about that right now? Eventually, I would think about that, right? And and I have written down some ideas. It just hasn't been a conscious thing of writing out a plan for these films. It's been this subconscious work of thinking about it as I'm going for a walk or zoning out and thinking about it or yeah just like getting stoned and thinking about it like it's been like it's been like less than intentional it's been sort of a byproduct of my mind creating things and thinking about things so I need to intentionally start creating these these films that I want to make and it's just like oh that's obvious obviously you need to intentionally create the film the things that you want to create it's like they're not, they're not just going to happen on their own like if you don't do something it doesn't happen um these are all really really basic concepts but it's just the right thought at the right time that's what an epiphany is at least for me so i'm gonna go do that that's that's the biggest thing that um that i'm stoked on from this is that i need to get some pieces of paper some pens i need to maybe get a little uh, make a little graph of um, timelines of step by step uh, something visual that I can see like almost like even like early storyboards like maybe like four stories three stories for an entire movie but then go from there right have the be middle beginning end um, have the three main concepts or, or what, whatever it ends up being um, and start sending out some emails to some people that I need to film with and start figuring out the logistics of filming with them. Or even have some early Zoom calls um, where I'm just chatting with them to figure out if they are the right people to feature in my, in my bigger documentaries. So with that, I'm leaving you. Thanks for listening. But I don't care if you do. Because <laughs> this is a note to self. It's not a note for you. But if you gain some value, that's awesome. And uh, I guess that's that. Goodbye.